Django. Django. Enter the lab. You're with Elvis Escobar for Tabo Talk, my brother. My boy. In Another day in paradise. Hey, we. I hear you, man. We got a we got a very special guest, uh, CEO or co-founder. I don't know what his label. But we'll we'll soon find it out. Uh, Patrick Dutant. He is a co-founder of Billionaires Row. Uh, we appreciate his time to coming on with us. Uh, getting to know him, what he's got going on now, and what he's got going on uh, in the future for his company and his entrepreneur, uh, you know, uh, aspirations. So we're very excited. So we want to end. We want to welcome Patrick into the lab. Definitely, hey. what's going on, guys? Hey, hey. what's going good. on, bro? Good. It's, good. Definitely. it's definitely Hopefully. good to be here with the lab, man. I'm actually looking forward to this. Definitely, you know. Nice. Definitely just- Good, 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 good podcast. We appreciate you. Hopefully I said your last name, right? Yeah, no, you did. You nailed it. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so so the first question we have, because obviously, as many of our viewers know, BR, Billionaire's Row, has been the unofficial, official sponsor of the podcast since day one. Uh, we have received- That's a good one. That's a good one. We have received zero dollars, uh, which, hey- at the end of the day, we got to build up and, and and prove to you guys that we're worth uh, maybe an investment or uh, even a, a shout out. But since becoming the unofficial official sponsor of the pod, how has sales been in the first quarter? I like, I like how you did that. <laughs> I'm not, I think we've been definitely, you know, it, it's been interesting, you know, to kind of come into market during COVID. You know, we launched in 2020, October. Um, we've been in the market for a year. And, you know, some of the success that we've been we've been seeing, you know, across the board or the support and people actually kind of get familiar with the brand. It's been super, super fun. Nice. Support. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I definitely heard that alcohol sales uh, during COVID and like a little bit after de- definitely went up. So, I mean, that's that's good to hear. Any any kind of profit is always good profit. I'm glad that you right. guys are, are experiencing that right now. Nah, for sure. I think I think it's the it's the younger generation, you know, that's operating totally different. You know, you're seeing it all across the board. You know, I think within the spirit space, I think what made it super exciting is when Uber did the big purchase with with Drizzly. You know, to kind of see how that's been going. Oh, yeah. with, you know, order your drink while you're Uber. You know, so it's definitely helped the spirit space for sure. Absolutely. Uh, Ray, Ray awesome. sent me uh, that article that you guys are on, and uh, I kind of started laughing because this is one of my favorite establishments. I wish I would have known uh, last time I went. I definitely would have uh, got a bottle from there. I was glad to see that you guys are in Titsy's Cabaret that, you know, that that put a smile on my face for sure. Yeah, for so sure. Next, <laughs> next time I'm there, I have to partake. <laughs> oh, for sure. 
Nah, it's it's been uh, it's been a success with those guys, man, for sure. I can't I couldn't thank those guys enough. You know, they, that was our first account when we got into the market in October. Okay, nice. so, yeah, it's been uh, it's like family. So super excited right. to be in. That's funny. If if you're able to like talk about how that like meeting go, like you know, walking into like a cabaret, did you go there or did you guys meet somewhere <laughs> else? Like, how, how did that go? Did they bring out some dancers for you? Like, how, I, how I like, I like <laughs> just just say it's it's it's. It's close friends. It's um, nice, we, nice. We like to say we it's it's brother brotherhood, you know. And I think that you know known those guys for years, and it's an honor to be part of their establishment. They you know, we call them the Staples Center, in Miami. You know, anyone <laughs> from Miami, you, you hear Tootsie's. It's it's like one of those spots you gotta definitely yeah. go ahead and attend and at least see what the talks about. Um, but again, you know, it, it's been definitely an honor to be in that establishment, and we uh, we definitely champion with them. For sure. Nice. I love nice. it. Yeah. And we'll get into more of that entrepreneur kind of mentality because uh, we'll definitely reach on that as far as, because I, I feel like all three of us have been in that entrepreneur mindset, uh, whether it's a few years or a decade where right. that, that relationship aspect is everything. And I want to get into that more. So save your thoughts on that. I want to get to know kind of you as a person or kind of how you got to that point how do you go from and i know a little bit about you but i, I right. that's why i was excited to do this podcast because i want to know a lot more about you was how did everything go out from college or no college to job to entrepreneur to rubbing shoulders and elbows with with celebrities i want to know how that started so you could go for you know, two or five minutes on whatever you want he's like i just want to know <laughs> i do i'm taking Absolutely. notes Absolutely. I think for me, it's it yeah, it starts at home. You know, I I come from a, a immigrant parent. You know, my mom is Haitian descent. Myself, I'm you know 100% Haitian, and you know the struggle for myself. You know, I'm one of ten. Um, so for for us, we I mean literally, you know, you talk about struggles. Yeah, it was just one same dad, same mom. Let's keep that clear. Nice, nice, nice. All right, for the record. Um, yeah, for the record, for the record. Um, but no, nah, I think she, you know, I said it, I said it in one of her stories, you know, she instilled that, you know, discipline at, at a young age, you know, and I think that it kind of grows in you and kind of make you who you are today. And for me, it's, it's always been the relationship thing. I think sometimes, you know, some people, when we talk entrepreneurship, I think, you know, my belief in it, I think it's in everyone. You know, I think everyone has the ability to be something um, because I think that God has given us the ability to have different talents. Um, but you know, in the, in the process of just kind of going through steps of just growing up and, 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 you know, poverty and just kind of coming into where we are today. Um, it's just literally, you know, it's a step, you know, it's just building relationships, you know, connecting the dots. And, I, and I'm a strong believer spiritually that things happen for a reason. I think that people connect with certain individuals in life and, you know, you know, great things come out of it. You know, I think that's the same relationship that I had with, the original founder of this company, you know, William Benson, you know, when we first met, it was like, you know, brotherhood, you know, at first sight. Um, and we've, you know, tried that journey and, and watched him, you know, definitely do something. And when it was, you know, that time and that ability to find that opportunity to come in, we restructured the company and then becoming co-founder of Billionaires Row Global um, that owns the trademark. And we own trademark Billionaires Row here in the States and in 54 countries. Um, so oh, for me, nice. it's always been, it's been an honor and to, to name a few, 
you're talking Dubai, Australia, Japan, you know, China, uh, South Africa, Canada, Brazil, uh, that's just to name a few. Um, so it's just, for me, it's been a humbling experience and um, just take every opportunity serious. Yeah, for it. Oh man, that's, you kind of really like broke it down. Cause I, I myself, I come from, you know, immigrant family. I was, I was born in Cuba, raised in South Florida. So that like hard work and determination and stuff is kind of instilled with you from when you're growing up. Cause they, they really got no choice. Like my parents right. got here, like when they were already younger, so they didn't, they couldn't like go to college or whatnot. Right. They just had to get here and start working off rips. So um definitely i mean you see that for sure a lot and like not people coming from other countries they just want to come here and have something that they can call their own and the fact that you were able to do that and now you're not just in florida like you are in other countries like you were saying that's awesome man like in that article you said that's like that miami kind of dream you know you yeah, want to like, sure. branch out and establish yourself as something and what you guys are doing is is awesome i mean like Liquor sells, champagne sells, like that stuff is sure. not going to go but anywhere. I, I will tell you, Fort, to be honest with you, even within the luxury space, like it's new for me. And I'm like, I walk yeah. in, like I go in the room, I tell guys, guys, actually, I think that's what more, more people kind of get to kind of get connected with you because they think that you come from luxury. And right. uh, I hear your story and you come from poverty. It's like, okay, now nah, this is new to me. When I went to my first polo polo match and i've never been to a polo match. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not like, my favorite, like a po- horses or what are you guys are doing it's like it's um, like golf on horses yeah like <laughs> like how does it, it go? with the respect to the sport um it, it it's for me it's you know when i'm able to go into those rooms you know it, it's to be my it's to be yourself you know it's to continue to to go like when i went there the first time you know people were actually surprised i was like nah it's actually my first ever like match like right. you know, but they they embrace that you know and i think luxury embrace it i think that the younger generation we have ability to to think outside the box and i think that you're seeing it now you know just constantly just being innovative on new things and here we are you know on, on a podcast and you know on stream and, and kind of looking at the evolution of how we actually you know growing you know as uh, as uh, as as one um, but right. now it's definitely interesting to kind of go into the space of luxury and um, connect. You know, when I went to uh, Dubai, um, interesting, I, I had an opportunity to go into to Louis and, and sit down with one of the directors at the UAE. And uh, my takeaway on that was, you know, how important it is to speak French. You know, both of our houses okay. is in, in France, you know, Champagne region of France and also Cognac region of France. And, you know, one thing stood out for me as, as a young entrepreneur, um, it's, it's to listen to others that's in that space or have been in that space for quite some time. And he said, you know, to get respected in, in, into the market of luxury, you definitely have to learn French. And I'm, you know, I definitely speak Creole, but one of the goals this year is to definitely sharpen that tool up, you know, speak some French. And, and I'm starting in March. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Second language is, is always great, you know, and I'm, I want to kind of go back to how you were saying when you were in those places, like those luxury places and whatnot, like be, being yourself, like I'm sure that was like probably one of the most important things because people like, you know, like famous people or people, you know, not regular people kind of can kind of tell when you're being yourself and when you're not. Right. So like if you're just being laid back, like I'm sure you're just 
go with the flow kind of laid back dude like i get that feeling from you already they probably just appreciated that more and that's probably what you know drove them towards you to spark up that conversation or whatnot like nowadays like people try and be someone they're not or do yeah, something yeah, yeah. Not, and, you know so I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that and that's that's a good lesson right there in itself to kind of help out as you move along your road of what you know what we were talking about entrepreneurship nah, or whatnot, so. sure when you say when you say be yourself most people probably don't know like i close a lot of deals with this right here i have actors Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think that it's the opposite, but you know, um, you know, obviously you want to definitely respect, you know, certain, you know, different attires, but you know, but being yourself, I think is definitely key. You know, I think nice. people can definitely identify if you're being something that you're totally not. Um, so for me it's always been that, you know, but but it goes back then to, you know, how my mom's raised myself and my my siblings, you know, it's just to continue to keep to be humble. You know, she has that said on my uh, on my Instagram that God can give it and God can take it. And and that keeps me continue to be humble. You know, even when I'm in these these places and these wonderful places around the world, you know, one thing that people are constantly seeing is like, dude, I'm always be able to just connect. And even if you see me somewhere totally different, I come from home beginning for sure. Nice. What was your favorite part about Dubai? Sorry. Sorry. No, you're good. My favorite part? Yeah, about Dubai. <laughs> I seen I, I seen you in the sand. I seen you in the sand with the camels. You were getting real into the what, what they do as a culture. I love that. I'll be. I will tell you, it is definitely one of those like, like boom, like luxuries in your face, like. You know, I, I mean, I see so much Rolls Royce truck. It was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> those are the cat. Those are the cabs out there. You catch a yeah, cab. You catch my, a Rolls Royce. To answer your question, my favorite moment was, I didn't know I had it in me, but I kind of wanted to start off 2022 like with just being fearless. Like I'm a fearless person. I think that you know the, the great entrepreneurs take a lot of risks. You know, so you gotta kind of test yourself. And, you know, it's on the 72nd floor overlooking the Burj Khalifa, the tallest building in the world. And they, they have this thing where you can go outside and hang. And oh, yeah, a, a rope is holding. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I get up there and I'm like, I got this. I'm doing it. <laughs> and then when the wind starts blowing, you're like, oh. yeah. I thought I grabbed the guy. He was like, you sure? He's like, no, we got to go now. Um but it was it was that stuff that I wanted to start for 2022. I, I said I wanted to definitely take more risks and challenge myself to, to, to just be a better person, better entrepreneur, better a better father, um, better husband, you know, and, and just continue to push. And when I tested it, it was literally me just kind of spreading my wings out there looking at the Burj Khalifa. Yeah, right. I couldn't believe I did it, but I did it. And I think that that's, that's the take most people have to kind of understand as well, too. Like literally, it's gonna be up to you if you want to do it. Just do it. That's awesome. I love man. that. I love yeah. that the the fact that like the end result is the luxury brand, but it's built on you know that immigrant, that hard work, that hustle, that determination, right, and right. that that is that's genuine, and you can't you can't fake that. You know, as, right. as we have social media, and we kind of you could type in anybody's first and last name and learn about them real quick. Correct. You know, uh, Correct. You, Correct. you went here, you were born here, you were given this. Um, the fact that you're a luxury brand, but you were built on the foundation of having those humbling beginnings and you're still and you're still able to go to a place like Dubai and be like, 
am I supposed to be here? Yeah. Like, what, yeah. what's going on? You know what I mean? And, and yeah, it's sure. everybody can relate to that type of story. Yeah, 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 for sure. No, I think that I think you you said it best. You know, it, it's it's that like, you know, traveling the world. I remember going to France for my first time, like going to our houses, and it's the first time I've ever been in the castle. Like, wow. <laughs> like, I mean, like you, you hear about it uh, so many times and, and I mean, we grew up and we were seeing castles on, our, you know, whatever book you were reading or whatnot, or you hear it in TV. Um, but to actually go there and, and, you know, my first experience of going there, you know, sleeping in the castle, you know, overlooking the wow. acre and um, a butler's there and making sure everything is at your, you know, beck and call. Um, I, I woke up and I'm like, <laughs> you know, how did I get here? Like, what the hell is going on? For real. Um, but those, those are the moments, you know, those are the moments that, you know, you can share with guys that have come through, you know, some of the things that you've gone through um, that, that you can go ahead and say, nah, it's possible. That, that anything is possible. That you can believe that regardless of what, where you started, you know, it doesn't have to be where you end. It's just to constantly grow, you know, listen, myself, I study a lot. Most people probably don't know. I study <laughs> crazy. Like, like I'm up at three in the morning. It's like studying. And if you're a close friend, you know, one of the things that's big, big about myself is I'll tell you to study if I care about you. Like, do study, study. Um, the reason why I tell people to study because I believe that there's a, there's a way for us to all connect. You know, there's only one universal mind. I'm a spiritual guy, so... You know, more people that are able to understand and open up their minds, you know, we're connected and we're all connected. Some ways, yeah. Absolutely. And and for people who are listening that either know or don't know, what are some of the things right now as pro- as far as products that obviously we mentioned I on the last episode I mentioned water, <laughs> I mentioned caviar, I mentioned whatever. What are what are obviously things that you guys have right now that are, are available for people to consume? And what are things that maybe are in the works that Hey, if you want to break and you want to have some breaking news right now, go ahead. You know, maybe some deals that you've been working on today, yesterday. But what are some things that people could obviously hearing your story now, but more because when you when you buy a product, you want to buy the story as well. Right. Everybody wants to contribute, you know, with all these corporations and everything. It's it's mom and pop in a way, but also it's becoming, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now could become a corporation. What? are you guys doing today now that you're selling and what are things that you're looking forward to the future? No, that's definitely a great question. I, I think uh, first and foremost, I think most people don't know that we're brand first, you know, we're billionaires row first as a brand. And I think that we have a, within our, our parent company, you know, we have seven sincere companies that, that fall under and billionaires row spirit sits on its own billionaires row water. We have a uh, billionaires row hotel resort, a fragrance, um, a music group, also art society. Um, but just the main thing to think for us, it's the ability to tap into a market you know, in the luxury space and be destructive. And I think that that's what sets us apart. Um, we had uh, opportunity to do events with keynote names. You know, you're talking Rolls Royce, you know, Oscars, Grammys, um, uh, you name it. We've been part of somewhat of an activation with these key brands. And it just allows us to set ourselves in the market differently. I think the closest company to probably be compared to us is LVMH because the way we're, we're set up. And I think that that gives us an opportunity um, to connect with the younger generation. 
you know, those are definitely, you know, what, what you're seeing now. There's a shift of generation wealth that's being transferred right now as we speak, you know, yep. to your demographic. And I think that because we're young entrepreneurs, we, we speak to that, to those consumers. Um, so for us, we kind of understand the market. So it kind of gives us an edge as well, too. And I think that with Billionaires Row, it's it's definitely the experience. Um, you know, you've seen studies, you know, left and right over the years that experiences become more of something of a demand than something that's tangible. Someone rather go to Dubai and take that experience and actually buy a purse for 10, 15,000. So for us, it's able for us, we're able to tap into that experience space as well, too. Um, so it's kind of like a manifestation type of thing, you know? Yeah. I, I'm looking at it, you know, I get that feeling from how, you know, billionaires row, people want to like, I want to get to that point. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and we say, you know, and, and, and the founder, you know, William Benson says it all the time, you know, it's, it's, you don't have to be a billionaire to be part of this experience and this journey. And I think that obviously understanding our story of the humbling beginnings, you know, that we come from poverty ourselves and kind of tapping into this luxury space, it allows help as well too. And and to be inspired, you know, by young entrepreneurs and young guys that are actually trying to not only change the, the way we actually shop, but change the experience as well too. Love it, go ahead for it. Yeah, no, I was, I was gonna say, um, you, we kind of been talking about like all the highs, you know, about like Dubai, how you guys are licensed all throughout the world, um, kind of just you in these luxury spots, but, I'm sure there's been some tough spots and, you know, some really low lows, just trying to like make the business grow and all that kind of stuff. Is there anything that you can kind of just break down on how that went, how you guys got over it, what you did to, you know, make it to where you guys are at now? Cause that's, that's something that a lot of people will probably go through, but maybe they're having trouble trying to get out of it or want to get out of it to make it to that next level. Right. Now it's a definitely good question uh, for, um, it's it's always going to be that it's a mental thing first. You know, mentally, okay. I think that um, I say that now. You know, it's something I probably wouldn't have probably say uh, two three years ago. I say it now because it's a constant up and down. You know, you're just constantly trying to grow a business, and I think that there's a chop at it when you're facing the world is facing this new challenge when we talk COVID. So you're dealing with multiple right. years of of mental stress and then dealing with success. And then, you know, so I think for me, it just I continue to keep that mental and remaining humble, but, you know, big on energy, you know, keeping the energy in place so you can continue to thrive during those moments where you're not doing well. And I, I love to say, you know, trust the process. Like I, I yeah. fell in love with the process more than the actual end game of anything. Like I, I'll, I'll close something and for me, I'm just like, now I'm just not satisfied. I want the next one. And just the process of just connecting the dots, you know, meeting great people and great individuals. Um, so there's definitely, there's, there, there's times where, you know, you're getting up like, you know, like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> what did I talk before? Um, but, you know, it comes with the process, you know. So if you if you understand that, even with you guys' podcast, the lab, it's a process. It's a good Of course, yeah. Absolutely. And next week, you, know, you guys are here, you know, but the the, the joy moments are going to come when you guys are kind of boom, boom, boom. We should have did this. And yep. And um, those are the moments you remember, you know, you actually remember the process when you talk about the process more than you actually talk about the success. Right. 
yeah. the journey for yeah, sure. Journey for sure. In all my yeah, prior um, entrepreneur yeah. being in sales, uh, as you know, with uh, several companies, I, I look back and whether it's good or bad, you always appreciate always. that journey, right? With yeah. the people you went through, good or bad, and it's just like you're you, you celebrate the past in a good way, not yeah. what you have. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm sure that's what you guys are doing now, but you guys aren't, you know, accepting what you guys have accomplished as the end goal. Cause obviously you guys got so much going on. Yeah. No, I think that uh, one of the, one of the biggest things for us as, as, as a company, it's to when a, when a, when a consumer says billionaires row, it's what does that consumer says the minute they say billionaires row. And I think that for us, that's the challenge. And I think that when you talk about challenges is to make sure that someone's clear that we're a luxury brand first before a champagne or, or an XL or a spirit brand. And I think that once we're able to tackle that, I think it's just, and then it's on to the next challenge, but you know, those challenges, you know, what makes us great, you know, keeps us going. And so it's part of the process. Um, to end on the kind of entrepreneur, uh, you know, mentality, uh, maybe since or before, what have you gotten into? Cause we try to talk about like NFTs and stocks and, and kind of other investments that we've gotten into. I know you do some uh, real estate stuff on the side. I don't want to pry or, you know, just, this is what I, you know, following you, this kind of what I've seen you kind of, you know, doing some real estate and condos. What have you done before, during, or kind of learned after that you've gotten your, your, your money into and kind of, putting that legacy, like you said, you have kids. So like putting that towards, I, I think you quickly find out that, you know, when you think you've figured it out, there's still a learning process. You know? And I think that, you know, to your point in NFT, I think that everyone's still kind of wrapping their head around cryptocurrency and how to utilize it, you know, how to really properly benefit because we've seen some wins, we've seen some losses, you know, but, but, but we go back to the process part of the journey that some people would get into it. And then when they're not winning enough, you know, they're off of it, you know? So, exactly. you know, I think even for companies like ourselves, you know, it's, it's tapping into that space, but you know, how do we get into that space where we're going to scale the business and, and be able to be profitable? Um, so I do think that that's the future. Um, a lot of people are kind of getting and, and trying to understand it. I think the world's still trying to understand it. And really when I say truly understand it, it's the way to kind of really, be very systematic where it's simple and it's user friendly. I think that that's the part that everyone's fighting for. Um, that if someone like my mom wanted to go ahead and buy crypto, how can we simplify that system where she's able to utilize it just as well as a, a US dollar? Um, but, you know, definitely getting into to, to multiple things. And when I said that you, when you think you figured it out, you know, some of the, some of the things that I want to be able to challenge myself is, is getting on, you know, multiple boards. Um, getting on board seats and and taking that experience um, from different sectors, you know, that those are where you're able to go ahead and tap into someone else's frequency because they're in a totally different market, but you're able to grasp enough where you're able to still kind of scale because uh, the, the biggest thing that I've realized in entrepreneur, it's constantly redeveloping who you are, redeveloping what the market's telling you redeveloping how you sell to consumers are always constantly changing, but we're seeing changes that are happening faster. You know, so, you know, it's just constantly, being, you know, constantly innovated, 
and um, challenging myself to sit in different boards and, and, and meet different individuals and, and build that relationship because I think that at the end of the day, relationship is key. What's your follow up on that for? Um, no, I mean, you de- I'm glad you said that with, you know, entrepreneurs like you got to I mean, even just even if you're not like changes is an important thing like there's always going to be change that's something that's that's constant in life so that's that's definitely important and i mean like you said people are like technology right now like is so far ahead of its time like even though it might not seem like it like there's there's some crazy stuff on there that you know i see all the time like i'm i'm pretty deep into you know the crypto and nft space myself so i i see changes all the time and what you said about making it easy so your mom can like buy crypto i think that's the next step right and um there there should be an easier way for people to do it and whatnot and hopefully that that comes soon because we we've seen you know with with inflation and with certain things happening like the dollar doesn't always hold up and there's there's always other like the stock market's getting right crazy right now you know so there should be other options for people to go in there and like kind of put their money in whether if they don't know about like you know real estate or investing like that to kind of venture into something that they may like like you know like we brought up nfts and whatnot and hey if if you ever need some ideas about that like let me know man i want that stuff it's kind of a big thing on twitter (laughs) (laughs) he's kind of getting that twitter follower yeah yeah, yeah. he's almost at a thousand (laughs) yeah so i mean like i'm in that space and i i got ideas with stuff and i mean let me know we could always like work on something to we help you guys out. You guys help us out. Like whatever the case may be, we're, we're always open for, for something like that. Nah, for sure. Yeah. Out of everybody I've known so far, as far as talking about NFTs, Fort's one of the two or three people that can have a conversation. And the, 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 I love that you guys both brought up or followed it up by saying like, I want it to be to the point where you could explain it to your mother right. because Albert Einstein says like, you need to know something well enough that you can explain it simply correct you know right. like yeah. how can right. you know something so vast and 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 inside and out that you could sit down with somebody that's dumb and get to know and and get them to understand it in simple the most simplistic simple way right. and, yeah. and that's key and that's what this nft thing is i yeah i feel like i'm in the now <laughs> and i'm in i'm talking for it every single day over the last year plus and I still have no idea. And that's not to say that he's not explaining it well. It's just right. maybe I'm not putting that effort into Our it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's there's so many uh, there's so many opportunities entrepreneurially to have a company to also do some things, uh, investment wise, real estate, obviously, uh, and now uh, some currency things. But you know, just to end the end this uh, interview slash episode, obviously. With some more fun takes and and, okay. and and lighten the mood a little bit okay. uh, before we finish up. But obviously, I know Patrick, you're a Miami Dolphin fan. Fort is a Miami Dolphin fan. Fins up, baby. Let's go. Gonna, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> you guys can vibe for the next minute or so. <laughs> um, what's it called? Just little two things I I wanted to uh, mention. You know, I'm super super upset, disappointed about Brian Flores getting fired. That is that is kind of my breaking point with this franchise over uh, the last like twenty years, I would say. So yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see what we do with that. Um, if you kind of just wanted to say anything about that shortly, and then I got one other thing uh, for you before we get off. 
that's man. I would tell you, man. Dolphins is like they're my heart, man. <laughs> I hate that I have the, the like the emotional ties with them the way I do because it's different than the Miami Heat. Like I get yeah. over those laws. The I mean the head coach. That was tough, man. That was a blind side, you know. Because yeah, for real, for everybody, you tell yourself if if they win the game with Tennessee, does does it still happen? Because you're in the playoffs, right? you know. You're in the playoffs if you because you went out. You know, you go, you beat the Patriots the last game, and you go into the playoff. And I don't think that any any of us on this particular podcast would agree that they fire him if he makes it to the playoff. But he starts Absolutely off. Not. You start off on an zero seven run, then get into the playoffs. You know, those are success there. But, you know, I think that, you know, anytime a coach doesn't get along with the quarterback, that's a hard token to flip. Mm, you know, yeah. You're asking an owner to make a decision on the future of his Good organization point. or or a head coach that he can switch up any given Sunday. Yeah. Um, I think that. We have to look at, you know, I, I was not too happy about it, but I will tell you, Fort, that I don't think you would have said that in week nine when we were on, going on an own five run. Right. If, if, Steve, if, Steph, if Stephen Ross would have gotten rid of him, you probably would have agreed with him. That's you know? true, yeah. We have to look at, you know, as a business decision, I look at it and say, well, you know, you went 0-7. Because, you know, yeah, it is a business. So, yeah, I can't give you 100% credit on a successful season. And I think that it was the moment that we've all seen a turnaround there that we don't talk about. There was a moment where you seen that someone went from every weekend, week out, he's either getting hurt or we don't know if he's going to make the game. Then, when there's an interest in someone else like Watts, I mean, yeah. You know, now it's guys. There's a decision that you know. It's rumors are coming out that they don't want tail anymore. I mean, now you you're freaking out, and that's what we've seen a different, you know, tail. Yeah. Was, we've literally seen it where when he finally realized that they really didn't want him there, he balled out. So it showed us he has the ability to scale, but it was just not support. The support wasn't there, and I think that Brian Flores. Right when they seen that he couldn't make the move, he had no choice but to do what was in front of him. And there was success with that. Just a little bit of tweak for a rookie. So I do think yeah. that, to answer your question, I do think that I, I hated it at the beginning. But after processing it, it's a business decision. Mm. I think that we'll see the outcome. Absolutely. Yeah. And then I just, think go I'm going to say my take only because I don't have much to say on it was – I think you're 100% right with the quarterback and the head coach relationship. If that's kind of in a, a weird yeah. situation, one's got to go, and it's usually the head coach. Yeah. But also, I said on this podcast a couple episodes ago was, yes, get going one in seven in your first eight is bad, but there's something to say about going seven in a row, eight in a row, whatever it was after, because we right. all know – professionals are supposed to put their head down and go to work, but we're all human. And the Correct. fact that this guy was, uh, was able to get this group of 53 players and coaching staff and all that. So you can oh, yeah. say seven, 70 human beings to lock in. 
Whether they won by one every time or won by 30, the fact that they were able to rip off seven or eight wins after that was (laughs) phenomenal. And it was the first time. So there's something to be said about both sides and you have to value both almost equally. But I guess like, like the, 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 the tie goes to the head coach and the quarterback not syncing up. That's yeah, all I have to yeah, 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 yeah. But, but I will say to to end that 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 particular point for, I will say that do we do we look at it and say to ourselves that you know think about it the defense came around, but honestly I think that Tails just not being a hundred percent supportive. There there had to have been a void of his relationship with Brian Flores where it was just not connecting. I mean, right. literally, there's no connection. I mean, I've seen it time and time again. And one thing that you've always see is head coach quarterback, that relation, that, that, that dynamic dual relationship. We see it all, all throughout the NFL. We didn't see it with Brian Flores and, and Ted. There was not that yeah. over the hook, you know, here I'm supporting this guy. You know, we didn't see it. So it's tough to continue to build that relationship and go to another season with there's there's that that friction. Right. Yeah. No, I, I definitely agree with that. And I'm kind of going to be just watching on the sidelines to see what they do, because, like I said, I'm, I'm super disappointed. But, hey, it, it is what it is. You know, yeah. what are you going to do at this point? And then just the last thing I, I want to touch on. Um, so, like, after every episode we finish, Ray has been saying the unofficial official sponsor. Like, is it okay with you if he says official sponsor from now on? Like, you know, give us something here, man. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to. I didn't want to officially put it because how about, you know. How about we do this? This was our first podcast. Yep, our second podcast will be determined. Oh, right. I like that. Keep nah, keep me and our listeners yeah. and us keep coming back for more. I like that. I, I could work with that. I could work with that. That's, that's, that's be good. Not saying yes, that's not saying no. Right. Yeah, I don't absolutely. we don't want we don't want the easy way. We want yeah. we want to earn it. We want to make sure you know viewership is up, eyeballs, you know, we gotta make sure our you know our Snapchats are going on, our, our Instagram likes are up. All right, I got you. I like that. For sure. But no, I think that you guys were great. This was fun, guys. I'm I'm, I'm yeah, this was good uh forward to it and, and ray you, you're definitely like a close friend for sure uh for definitely good to, to to meet you on this podcast absolutely yeah been a long time coming ray's yeah, only said sure. great things about you so this, this oh, is good man, I, was I really appreciate that um now nah, but guys man thank you so much for having me now I'm, I'm actually oh no thanks for being on thank you so before you go, Absolutely. let uh, uh, let people know that we'll listen or watch this because we have millions of viewers and watchers. You know, <laughs> just in case, you know, this will be on YouTube forever. Let people know where they could purchase uh, Billionaires Row, whether it's the many uh, products that you have, and obviously on social media and how to integrate. Uh, yeah, you know, sure. with you guys. Yeah, on, on, on our digital platform, as far as uh, Reserve Bar, our partnership with them on ReserveBar.com, you can go ahead and purchase both of our products. And um, retail, Total Wine, uh, been huge support with Total Wine, and, and we're happy to be part of their family. And um, that's where some of our consumers can definitely purchase at their local Total Wine. Yeah, link is link has been in our uh, our bio uh, since has, day one. So. Click on our link. Nice. Nice. 
follow Patrick, like follow that. William, follow Billionaires Row on IG and Twitter. Uh, we appreciate you for coming by. Thank you for thank entering you, the you. lab. But now you got to exit the lab. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.